and then he's like, so uh, what do I got to do up here? And, and, and the bartender just walking by goes, be funny. Yeah. Yeah, we have bartender. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, good evening, and welcome to another episode of the Unpaid Programming Podcast. I'm Lawrence, joined as always by John, John. <laughs> Jeff, yep. and Mike. 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 Okay. Sorry. Thanks yeah. for uh, <laughs> We're all here. clarifying that for everybody, fellas. <laughs> I'm so, Jeff. So I just, <laughs> I just want to get into it right away. We usually do. Yeah. I like that. I think we should uh, have, like, you know, banter around a little bit first. <laughs> just have some, you know, shoot the shit a little. Yeah. Well, the hell was that? The hell was Something that? exploded. We're outside. <laughs> yeah. I think. Yeah. This is uh, scenic cannons. There's bird. like construction and shit going on. So if that comes through, mm-hmm. that's, <laughs> why. that's why. Houses. Mm. Yeah. Luxury homes. Luxury homes for the luxury man. <laughs> Flying to work or play. <laughs> <laughs> the lower middle class Western Pennsylvanian. You can order products directly to your home using the telephone. (laughs) (laughs) So I just want to get right into it. Um, Those of you who are longtime listeners to the show will remember a couple episodes back, I had a story about my brother working what I I thought was an angle on the Mormons. Yes. When it just turned out that he just didn't realize what the difference between Mormon and Methodist was. (laughs) He thought he was a Mormon. Yes. And they, they, when they left, they said they would return, and I thought they weren't going to come back. Oh, they'll come back. Oh, they they came back. Oh, boy, they came, <laughs> they came back. back. If they get a nibble on the line, they're casting yeah. that line again. <laughs> yeah. Sharks, El- sharks in the water, man. They smell blood. Religious Elder, blood. Elder Dan and younger Dave, or whatever <laughs> because the title he was. Elder Barry. That's really well. No, it wouldn't be Barry. Ah, come on. It wouldn't be Barry. Great pun. My uncle, my uncle Barry, actually spent time in the Mormon Church when he was living in Utah, because that was the only church he could go to. (laughs) And it's the law. And it's the law. And that they didn't last. Uh. Slightly off topic, but I. This is early for current events, but I don't know if you guys heard that Utah actually decriminalized uh, Mormonism. Oh, not polygamy. (laughs) It's no longer a uh, felony. I didn't think it was there. Apparently it was. It's a national law. It's a felony. But now it's just a misdemeanor. Well, you know how things go anymore. Now the states get to make their own laws, and the federal government can't say shit. Yeah. (laughs) The way it should be. States' rights. So anyway. (laughs) Anyway. He nodded at me like I was like, yeah, or something like that. All I'm saying is that, you know, the the Articles of Confederation were a good idea. Let's all do a rebel yell. <laughs> Are you a sovereign citizen? <laughs> a man of the land, a free a free man of the land. I get to I get to enjoy all the rights, but I have no responsibility. My name is Ernie Wayne Turtlegate. <laughs> no, I do not recognize the authority of this court. <laughs> there are no consequences if I break the law. Shack Why have you taken me. a British title, sir? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, yeah, Elder Dan and Dave, they came back. Um, to visit, knocked on the door, set the dogs off, you know. 
<laughs> guys have an electric dog? Is that <laughs> No, just not just that'd be a good name for a rock door. band though. Electric dog. That electric be, dog. Yeah, the electric dog. They had those little electric dogs that would do flips. Yeah, remember I remember them. Yeah. Remember Sony made a dog that was some big deal around like uh, early two thousands. It would bark like three times in a row and then do a backflip. Yeah. And flip. Well, that was the, that was the old one. Flip. But then Sony made a new one that oh. was some kind of robot dog. Remember in the early two thousands when really shitty technology was. Like, <laughs> seen as this amazing breakthrough. Yeah. yeah. I do remember the robot dog, mm-hmm. though. I don't remember mm-hmm. anyone that had one. No. Like, no. the Furby. Remember the Furby was this big deal that they made? You know, it's this amazing technology. You hey, now, the, Furbies were actually pretend entertaining. To talk, yeah. would pretend to talk. You, uh, could, you could set them on fire, and it's one of the... It was, <laughs> yeah, seriously, the creepiest fucking thing in the world. You go Furby burning. That's what we do, do yeah. for fun in Somerset County. That is what we would do for fun in Somerset. You set them on fire because they'll keep talking as they're like melting. They're like, whoa, you know, they start <laughs> <laughs> Oh, flaming Furbies. Anyway, so uh, yeah, so Dan and Dave, they came. Flaming back. Furby, also a good name for a rock band. Also a good name for a rock band. We're on, we're on fire today. I would say. I'm sorry. You had a couple elders come to your place. Yeah, they came back. Um, wasn't nearly so interesting this time. They 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 mentioned is is Kathy at home? Because uh, we heard that uh, she was sympathetic to uh, our our ideas. Mormon sympathizers. <laughs> 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 is uh, is Kathy home? Uh, yeah, she's home. Well, can we talk to her? No. You two boys can just fuck right off. Yeah. <laughs> That's what she said. So you should have waited for me to get to the. I, I, I just didn't know if I was going to get my chance. Uh, <laughs> no, she's uh, she's not coming to the door. Uh, she doesn't feel like it. <laughs> <laughs> you two boys there you go. can there just fuck is. right off. Okay. Not feeling particularly sympathetic the, uh, the, today. The, the soundboard has returned. Um, by the way, still getting our levels sorted out. Yeah, Jeff yes. is uh, playing with the levels here. He had it a little loud in our ears. A little loud. <laughs> it's, it's okay. Nah, we're it's gonna right. we're gonna get it worked out and be professionals. Yeah, like a real radio show. Yeah, a real radio show. Yeah, but first, but first, it's one thirty-two p.m. <laughs> <laughs> Forty-five degrees outside. <laughs> is it really? I haven't been out all day. That's nice. It, it's yeah. about that. Oh, yeah. it's, it's sunny out. It looks nice. But I haven't bad. been out. Okay, so your mom didn't feel like coming to the door. Yeah, and and I, and was... I just found out your mom's name is Kathy. I didn't know that. Yeah. Okay. I never even thought about what <laughs> what Lawrence's mom's what? name is. <laughs> Why would I just called her mom <laughs> in my head? Anyway, I never met yeah. one. Kind of assumed Lawrence just kind of appeared somewhere. Yeah. He's actually uh, born. So came Kathy, out of nowhere. <laughs> so Kathy goes to the Osmosis. door. Osmosis. No, she did not go. Oh, to the she door. did. No, she doesn't feel like coming to the door right now. <laughs> <laughs> oh well. Could you give her this literature from, uh, tell her Dan and Dave stopped by. Oh, uh, Lawrence. I'll, I'll tell her. Yeah, I'll tell her. You know what you should have done? What? You should have went to the door and said, will you people please leave us alone? We are members, <laughs> we are members of the Mormon Orthodox Church. Not, <laughs> not your liberal, freewheeling Mormon <laughs> Latter-day Saints bullshit. What I should have done was go to the door and start talking like one of the, uh, one of the Amish. And start calling them V and Thou. <laughs> Do they actually talk that way? I don't know. We don't even We're drink orange Western... juice in this house. <laughs> We're in Western Pennsylvania. What do we know about the Amish? Yeah, there's a little bit of them in uh, in Somerset County, actually. Myersdale has a pretty big pocket of the Amish. Really? Yeah. Amish. <laughs> the Amish. You oh, Eng- you guys, you English. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you guys don't drink caffeine or alcohol. All flavored beverages are a sin. <laughs> We used to get lumber from the Amish uh, sawmill in Myersdale, and and the interesting thing about it was every piece would be covered in 
horse shit. <laughs> seriously. Well, that's how they preserve it, it, you know, to prevent no it from idea. going bad. No yeah, idea it's, how it happens. It's, it's, it's womanized. It's womanized. <laughs> Vulcanized. Are you sure it was horse shit? Ah, <laughs> uh, no. No. Or gloves. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. So, that was it? Well, I, well, I was. they were just like, oh, okay. Well, thank you very much for your time. We may stop back again sometime soon if she feels like talking. They will. I was like, please don't stop back again. <laughs> <laughs> They'll be back. I just thought that, you know, I regretted, because I didn't know who was at the door, I regretted not having my delicious sugary beverage with me so that they could see that I do consume caffeine. Ah. <laughs> and I'm not sympathetic to their, uh, to their ways. You know what? In general, I'm, a, I'm against you getting off the wagon again, but that would have been a good time. <laughs> well, not... Not the wagon, certainly. But, oh, yeah. man, you could have showed up to the door with a, uh, a martini and a smoking jacket. <laughs> <laughs> and a pipe. They don't make smoking jackets in, in Fat Man's. No. <laughs> I thought they no. only made them in Fat Man's. No. Fat Man and Hugh Hefner sizes. Those are the two. Hey, little boys, come on inside. Can I get you something to drink? Yeah, can I get you something to drink there, fellas? <laughs> smoking uh, As I put on this cocktail. John Coltrane record, <laughs> uh, please take a seat right here on my velour couch. <laughs> <laughs> on the Davenport. <laughs> Uh, velour. But they did. They did return, and uh, I was ab- abrupt with them. I think, and uh, I was were proud you, of myself. Even Kurt? Would you say it was your Kurt? Would I say I was Kurt? Mm, no, you, I would say I was abrupt. Were you disagreeable? No, I wasn't particularly. Except when I told them that my mom didn't feel like coming uh, to the door without mm-hmm. asking. Would you describe <laughs> yourself as surly? No, I wouldn't describe myself as surly. No, 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 no. I can't really see Lawrence as a surly kind of guy. Oh, I've seen him surly. It's it's fun. <laughs> really? <laughs> so that was it. That was it. it. It was just a little follow-up. I wanted to make sure that the listeners knew mm. that uh, this angle was over. Okay. I, uh, I, the I also have a follow-up to last, the last episode. I do, too. So we, we had our uh, little Super Bowl discussion. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, the Kansas City Chiefs won. Everybody knows that. They did. Um, so I mentioned that I needed certain numbers to come up. To, to win money on yes. the game. Oh, yes. And I mentioned that I had a double zero. And I said, ooh, John, that's no, not good. You said, oh, that stinks. That stinks is what I said. Yeah, well, guess what happened in the second half. <laughs> and guess what I had for the second, or not the second half. The final score. At halftime. The second the quarter. Half-time score. The second oh, quarter. The second halftime quarter. score was what I, I, I had double zeros for. And we all know what happened. 10-10. Jeff won $250. Ooh. And I got 50 of those dollars. Well, not yet. I didn't. Not yet. <laughs> I owe John a bottle of whiskey. A $50 bottle of whiskey. Yeah. A moderately priced bottle of whiskey. <laughs> $50 is not moderately priced. <laughs> Laura Mitchell. Well, I'm glad you did that, but I also have a follow-up. Uh, this this is fitting in the theme of a spiritual uh, quest. Uh, yeah. I, I gave you the, the Episcopal story. Mm-hmm. And uh, bear with me here. I'm, I'm going to try and make this as short as possible. Oh boy, here I'll we go. <laughs> <laughs> so my wife Jeff's getting ready Jeff's, already. Jeff's already got the button ready. Yeah. So my wife and I went down to uh, uh, downtown Pittsburgh for the, my wife's friend's baptism, and she got baptized Episcopal. And my wife was the Christian witness, and so I am there hanging out and drinking. We can, no, <laughs> that would be later. Throwing back holy waters. Do the Episcopals drink? Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, they yeah. can drink. I yeah. thought so. Yeah, they can drink. I feel like most religions drink. Most of them, yeah. 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 One of those shitty, boring ones. <laughs> yeah, the Mormons. You can have any alcohol because we like God. Jesus. And a particular <laughs> subset of Baptists. Yeah. So, let me collect my thoughts here. Edit that pause out. <laughs> <laughs> 
beautiful story. Tell Reader's Digest, will you? Okay. <laughs> Moving on. So they uh, they go to the baptism. They get you know they're going through the motions there, mm-hmm. and, and they go to the front. And Kelly, uh, my wife's friend, waves me down. Turns out, come I, on down. <laughs> I was a uh, last minute godfather. Interesting. Well, I was meant to be one of the people the whole time. I didn't know this. My wife didn't know this. That you were going to be some baby's godfather? No, baby. It's a person our age. What? She's, Wait, what? Yeah. My what? wife's best friend. It wasn't a baby. What There's no it? babies involved. You're going to be your wife's best friend's godfather. godfather. But yes. Minute, but this is in an Episcopal church? Yeah. You're not even Episcopal. They they don't give, they it, don't give a shit about the rules those, there. Uh, you're not even Italian. It's all Italian. the Catholicism. Italian. <laughs> but without any... They just don't care about the rules. They're like, yeah, do whatever the hell you want. That's it. That, that's rules, it, they call uh, it Catholic. They call it Catholic light for a reason. I mean, the <laughs> emphasis on the light. <laughs> then why do they even bother baptizing? <laughs> I, well, because like, all right, uh, you're baptized to make you feel better. <laughs> kind of. You're, yeah, you're kind of. Baptized, I guess. It'll be 1995. Yeah. yeah so it turns out I, I, I'm my wife's friend's godfather now. Huh. And uh, so they had a little bit of a reception afterwards in the, you know, the room in the back, some cake and coffee and what have you. And I was addressed by some lady I didn't know as Godfather. Don't ever go against the family. Don't ever go against the family. It's a great disservice to me. <laughs> but I told you that story to tell, tell you this story. Did you talk like that for the rest of the day? I would have. A lot, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I do that without... Without would have been a lost opportunity for sure. I mean, to be a godfather to someone that's your age, yeah, that's did, that's a little neat. Did yeah. people start coming to you asking? Come to for me favors? on the day of my daughter's baptism. <laughs> <laughs> Obligated to grant you one wish. So I told you that story last week. This is this is where the follow up comes in. Okay, is uh, where we went to the per- the church with ten people in it. Yeah, and we were the most interesting thing that happened. So, Obviously. All right, so we were at the Episcopal Cathedral. This is the central hub. Of the diocese, they still use all these Catholic terms, but they just sure. you know they just don't care. And uh, so it turns out the people at the central cathedral heard about our visit, and they're like, "Oh, that was you too! Oh, we heard about that! We were fucking celebrities now!" <laughs> Two people showing up. <laughs> two people showing like up at, at, at national news and among the Episcopal crowd. Yeah, but the people, two people show up out of, out of nowhere the day the bishop comes, <laughs> and now we're hearing about, "Oh, that that was you guys! Man, that was hey, you guys!" Well, you know what? So like the Catholic has that Catholic newspaper that everybody gets. Yeah, uh, you're probably on the front page of the. Episcopal <laughs> I would imagine. Young newspaper. couple shows up for service. John's going to be on KDKA where he gets uh, ordained an Episcopal minister and he doesn't even know about it. Yeah, really. (laughs) I mean, what's going on? Episcopal service attendance increases dramatically. (laughs) 200%. But like, like, we're talking about the central hub and they heard about our visit and then like, oh, that was you guys? We're fucking celebrities. I guess in the Episcopal Episcopal world. world. Yeah, but what's going to happen when you stop showing up and they... Then you're gonna we can't be, stop showing up now. I think we have to just roll with it now. Let it ride. I think so. Yeah. Oh, you don't want to become some kind of like hated among the Episcopal people. No, we can't. We can't be the ones, that, the chosen ones <laughs> that saved <laughs> saved the Episcopal yeah. Church. St. Paul's From inevitable Mahala. decline. Yeah, because that's the Church of England, isn't it? It is the Church of England. No. Oh, it's the same church. I know it's the same church, but we talk, talked about this last Ooh. time. Which oh, one is the, the Anglo-Saxons, isn't it? They're, they're, it's the Anglican. So, Anglicans. But which one is the Queen? Anglo-Saxons. It's just Anglican. Anglican. The Anglican Church. And those exist in the states here. It's the the, the Episcopals broke off because of because of the queers. Oh, Episcopals well, said queers welcome, 
And the Anglican said, uh, we're not sure about queers yet. And so that's why there's two different ones. But the Episcopal is the... Well, they uh, they should have tried it. They should have tried it? Yeah. The queers? Everybody tried should being tried queers. This ain't Hollywood. I concur. <laughs> but, yeah, my story had a little bit more of a point to it, but not, I guess not much. So, <laughs> But you were a celebrity among the Episcopals now? Yeah. Yeah, I'm pretty much in line to be the bishop. Well, see, my, I, it, it's, it's like one of those things. My Inside mom became track. a celebrity among the Mormai. <laughs> the Mormai. <laughs> I've adopted Mike's terminology. I, think, I mean, I think I'm lobbying for it to be included in the next Merriam-Webster's edition, so. There you go. Well, that's, that's you how know, Webster's works. You know, works, you man. are almost a doctor. I, I'm getting close, yeah. <laughs> a doctor of industrial arts. Doctor of industrial arts, Because yeah. you're bad at math. <laughs> Well, I have a religious story to share too, but it Ooh. may be a little bit more blue collar, so I don't know if that's appropriate. I love it. I don't Go know if that's appropriate it. for the show. You sure our listeners will be okay with it? Yeah. Okay. I don't think they'll give a fuck. <laughs> <laughs> they keep coming back. They're coming back. We try to get rid of them. They won't. Should we, we change like, the, uh, the 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 genre of the the podcast? Show? Making fun of religion. We're not really making fun of it. We're though. just kind of like discussing, it's like you know, like, we uh, some of us but, are going out there and having like, experiences, and then bringing them back to the program. Know, but it's been like the last three episodes that we've been. Talking. Yeah, I know. We have yeah. Gabbit about God, John. <laughs> Gabbit about God you, podcast you, you brought to you by Peter Popoff's Miracle Water. <laughs> That'd be four thousand dollars, please. And Schlitz. <laughs> Schlitz. Schlitz. Yeah. Schlitz. That's how oh, is that beautiful? <laughs> that really is beautiful. We'll sponsor anything. <laughs> we will. Oh, oh, yeah, I, we will. Oh, yeah. My price is low. So, uh, anyway, Mike, your uh, story. Ah, uh, yes, mine involves the, the U's. The, <laughs> the U's? Yes. The U's. The, the U's. The appropriate pronunciation. Or the U's. The U's. The U's. The Jewish. And I have to say before I go into this that one of my closest friends is Jewish, and I ran this story past And you look like one. And I've been told that I look like one. I know. Look at this nose. And you look like a Jew. Happy Hanukkah, Mr. U. Why do you think I'm Jewish? Schnoz like that. And you live with your mother. Broke my nose as a child. I'm sorry. But no, so I ran this past him, and he was like, oh, yes. He's like, that is absolutely something that you should share with everyone that you meet. So You must tell the story. <laughs> okay, that is our woke disclaimer. So uh, that's my woke disclaimer. No, 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 no one cares about the Jews anymore. Are you kidding? <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's right. All yeah. the Jews are white. Oh yeah, that's a good point. Actually, yeah, yeah. Good what, point. What? yeah. Oh, most of them, anyway. Yeah. 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 Whoopi Goldberg. Well, most of them. Most, there was Sammy Davis. Whoopi Goldberg. Right. <laughs> there was Sammy Davis. <laughs> that candy man. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, uh, anyway. Now this is a, a, an interesting fellow. So I met this guy. A retired chemical engineer was his position. And uh, I won't say too much about why I was there, but I was in Johnstown, scenic Johnstown, Pennsylvania this he week. He wasn't an attorney? Meeting. No, he was not an attorney. Or an accountant? No, and I was disappointed that he wasn't. Uh, Other stereotypes? An investment banker or <laughs> anything of that sort. Kind of media executive? Yeah. Not an, yeah, he, yeah. He, he didn't he, run Hollywood. He wasn't the guy that ran Hollywood. <laughs> you got to him before I did. I'm the president of Hollywood. <laughs> <laughs> But so I, so long story short is we had to do this exercise and he got grouped with my group and we had to write on a on a notepad so it's a school related exercise it's one of those stupid mm-hmm. fucking parking lot things and so I write down. So wait, what was this event that you were with a, a retired chemical engineer? Uh, well, I was I was telling you about it earlier this week. We're we're rewriting the Pennsylvania <laughs> Education. I was the inventor of Agent Orange. <laughs> <laughs> It was, it was it was a high level meeting with all kinds of educational persons. I can't okay. speak too much about it. Oh oh, oh. but you know, super secret, top stuff. secret. Yeah. 
So uh, getting the inside scoop. Inside scoop. <laughs> mm, doing chemistry stuff. Breaking kayfabe. <laughs> a lot of mixing, ecology. Mixing <laughs> vinegar and baking soda. Making a volcano. <laughs> How fucking volcanoes work. That's what chemical engineers do. That is what chemical engineers do. Right? He was an agricultural chemical engineer, though. That's uh, uh, mixing dirt and water to make mud. <laughs> yeah, that's, uh... <laughs> that's some sciencey complex stuff. Add in some sunshine, and you got corn. <laughs> <laughs> highbrow right there that's it's, it's why he moved to central pennsylvania from jersey is because that and because he didn't like the traffic in jersey but anyway so we're, we're doing this exercise and honest to god i write something down and there's like nine of us crowded around this big piece of paper and i don't have particularly good handwriting so the gentleman looks at it and he's trying to he's trying to sound out what i wrote very obviously, like, upset by the fact that he can't read it. And so I'm like, it, it says uh, articulation. Hey, don't hit like, my oh, glaze. I'm like, use, use your bifocals. And he's like, what makes you think I have bifocals? Bifocals. Bifocals. I already have glasses. Why would I get glasses with bifocals? God, it was Woody Allen the whole time. <laughs> yeah, was, exactly. And he just wouldn't let it go. But it, so I start reading it to him. I'm like, you know what? what I, I, I'm sorry. I have really bad handwriting. Would you like me to read it to him? He's like, oh, no, your handwriting's fine, but maybe next time could you write a little bigger? And I was like, Jesus. I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. He's passive aggressive. And he keeps going with it. He's like, I'm just saying. I mean, you didn't it's realize. It's like, you please use the odorless markers? They aggravate my nasal passages. Like, you think there might have been older people here. I just don't understand why you would do this. And then, I mean, this guy goes for like 15 minutes to the point where one guy across from me just looks at me in mouths. He's like, what the fuck? And I was like, I, I don't a, a, know. A point where he shouts across the room, Hiram, can it, will you? <laughs> Hiram. Be nice to this fine young man. Man. But, uh, man. Then he, as we're leaving, the only thing that I really catch of him is as I'm outside of this high school in the middle of Johnstown, as he catches somebody else to complain to, and he, he starts, uh, <laughs> You know, talking about how... Uh, That's like the Jewish pastime is to complain to people. That's we're on top of this hill in the middle of, of Richland High School in, in Johnstown, which if you if you don't know, it's on top of a hill and it's really fucking windy. And uh, I, so, I, I can't hold my coat together. Yes, exactly. <laughs> He's like, I don't understand why we had to have it here. We could have had it somewhere in a valley where the, the, the humidity no, settles in the valley. It's very cold. So I, I get in my car. Sunny, and, get my coat out of the car. But uh, nice guy. Sunyi Lawrence. I yeah. believe you're doing Family Guy. No, that's the Woody Allen. I know, but Family Guy was the one. Family Guy, Woody Allen. Had Sunyi on really? the uh, Woody yeah. Allen. Yeah, yeah, oh. yeah. He did Family Guy, Woody Allen. There. Okay. Oh man, mm. parody. To parody. I never yeah. saw that one, so. It's that was an acceptable. Uh, I would just like to quote Louis C.K. here, so we can, uh, you know, stereotypes are wrong. But the voices are funny. But the voices are funny. <laughs> Don't condone any kind and of violence. And it's fun. I have, a, I have a good friend who, uh, you know, we, we had the conversation about your friend who always starts a sentence with, hey, man, I'm not racist, but... You know, <laughs> I love that. White power was, bill? Uh, yeah, white power bill. <laughs> I'm not a racist. That's what's so insane about this. <laughs> <laughs> I had a friend who, uh, who served in Afghanistan who was openly racist. Uh, and even he would be, if you would say something about the Jews, he'd be like, hey, not cool. What? <laughs> Just because he's like, seriously. They I don't know. I feel like if you're going to go out be on that enough. level of openly racist, you got to hate the Jews, too. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah. let me tell you something about White Power Bill, okay? <laughs> does he hate the Jews? Just yes. Racism. <clears throat> Good for him. He has Good a. On the, he, first of all, does his, he go all the way and hate the Catholics, too? 
Uh, I don't know about that. Oh. Probably. Uh, but I will tell you that he has a motorcycle helmet with the German SS on the sides. Oh, fuck. Oh, wow. <laughs> wow. On the, on the back. I do not condone this. I'm just... These people exist. That's, this is the purpose <laughs> of me telling this. And it's kind of funny that people like this exist. <laughs> on the back is a decal of Jesus giving the middle finger. Jesus, our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, <laughs> giving the middle finger, and below it it says, fuck Jews. Jesus wow. was a Jew. Jesus was Jewish. Wow. That's yeah, what doesn't there. make sense to me. And the also, irony there giving the this is why saying, fuck racists, uh, particularly white power uh, bill, are bozos. Christ-like behavior. No, that's slightly out of his character. Slightly. Hating anyone he is did, he not did, Christ-like behavior. He did kick out the money changers now. Even regardless of whether or not Jesus was Jewish, which yeah. according to the Bible, he was, well, he was, he was yeah. Jewish. Yes, he, was, he was Jewish Jewish carpenter. Just hating anyone yeah. is not... Uh, yeah, that's not, not nice. Fall okay. in line. Hating yeah, any group, very especially... But this is also the same guy that, you know, insists that he wasn't racist. But he does yeah. have <laughs> SS letters on his fucking bike helmet, so... Yeah. I don't know why no, we're not a racist. I'm just a Nazi. <laughs> just a Nazi. Also, he, just, he, he, he also had a framed picture of Adolf Hitler in his home. Good God. Oh, I wow. know. Good God. I know. He was showing me like a picture of his kid like doing something cute. And this is Hitler. And in the background, <laughs> I'm like, is that? Oh, uh, no, 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 no. 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 <laughs> was he showing you like from the, uh, his, he had a little like summer cookout and his kid got a hold of the, the charcoal and put a little under his nose and it's kind of, oh, <laughs> look. <laughs> well, I, I actually went out and asked him, like, what if your kid sounded like you? And he was like, I don't, I don't want that. Really? Yeah. <laughs> I think he's just a confused, complicated person. That maybe he doesn't should get know. rid of the picture of Hitler in his goddamn house. That might help. Uh, yeah, that That'd would be help. a good start, yeah. That would help. Scratch Does he have any, like, the, flags, you know, with uh, the SS flags? Yeah, probably. Stuff. A cross probably. that's permanently on fire? <laughs> white white sheets. You know? Natural gas. Tomb of the unknown racist. Here's a, here's a fireplace. Oh, the fire's going down. Throw some more crosses on there. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what his deal is. I haven't worked with him in almost a year and a half now, so I don't I don't know Jeez. how I don't know what he's up to. I don't know how he's doing, but uh, but yeah, I I found it. Um, I, I look at it with a, a degree of amusement and pity. Yeah. And disgust. Uh, I have yeah. some disgust for myself, too. Yeah, well, he and I got along. We actually socialized. <laughs> <laughs> of course. So did I. I uh, we shot guns with him. Yeah, we <laughs> shot we guns went, with went him. We shot some clays. He had, a, uh, he, had a, uh, he had a side-by-side -side, uh, yeah, like 12-gauge 12 12 shotgun. And because of just because of this outing, he was going to go find his checkered hat with ear laps, <laughs> just to do the whole Elmer Fudd thing. But he was he couldn't find it, and he was disappointed. I was disappointed. I cried a little bit. But he's but you know we we we, we had a good time. <laughs> That's the thing is like if you met this guy, you wouldn't be like, oh my god, this guy's a horrible asshole racist. You he has to say that for you to know it because yeah. otherwise he's just a normal seemingly nice guy. Yeah, it's it's just that, that you know just you know. Gotta love I mean, people, I'd probably right? see the helmet and realize gotta what was reach going out. on. You gotta reach <laughs> out. Gotta reach out. Maybe you'll change his mind. Daryl Davis, you know, the uh, the guy that converted uh, about 250 oh, yeah. former Klansmen. Yeah. You know, that's what he did. So. Yes, he went on the uh, show of our podcasting Peer and Equal. Peer and Equal. Joe, Joe Rogan. Rogan. Yeah, reach he out was on there. touch people. <laughs> reach out, touch people. Go listen to that. It's a compelling story. And uh, so you know where we're standing, I guess. I think we got that point across, haven't we? Mm -hmm. Even Fairly. though we, we did, you know, seven minutes of Jew voices. But, hey, what are you going to do? Mm -hmm. 
It's fun. He was a nice guy. It's fun to do that. At no point did I ever want this gentleman to be genocided. So, (laughs) (laughs) good, good point. Good. Yeah, yeah, that that goes a little far for me. Part of me, part of me, kind of wanted for wanted to see him trip just to see what would happen. Well, you know. Didn't wish ill to the yeah, Mike Lee. <laughs> there we go. Now we're back. My body vocals. <laughs> oh God, <laughs> so dry in there. Okay, well that wraps up the personal stories. I would say. I think so. What do you want to do next? Are current we, events. Current events. Why are we doing current events? We've been doing current events forever. And I thought we said last time we weren't going to do it anymore. They just keep coming. Yeah, they, but they just keep coming. News yeah. <laughs> never stops. <laughs> um. So what's happening? Guys, now in the current. Uh, yeah, I gotta be well, honest. I'm not really staying on top of stuff. Well, it's the uh, the night of the uh, Nevada caucus. Uh, Nevada caucus. The caucus is in Nevada. And after after Iowa, I'm sure this will work out swimmingly. Nothing could possibly go wrong. <laughs> but well, could it go as bad as Iowa? <laughs> I was basically okay. You can stand over there, or you can stand over there. You know what? That worked out. For years, it worked out okay. It was when they added those goddamn paper ballots to everything and the app that they they got so fucking confused. See, I, I'm trying to wrap my head around how the hell they have absentee voting for a caucus. Caucus is supposed to be like you have to show up, right? Yeah, that just doesn't yeah. make any sense to me. And, and what happens if your first choice ends up being one of the, the, the non, uh, non-tangible options? Well, you're supposed to... Is it like ranked choice? You have to go stand somewhere else now. Well, that's what Nevada's doing is ranked choice. That sounds so fucking confusing. On their their paper ballots, if you only have one candidate, you just mark that one candidate and then undecided for the next two. But you have to mark three on the ballot. Why is this so damn complicated? I don't know. Why can't they just count out how, you know, hey, do you, you like this guy? And you like this guy? You like this lady? <laughs> <laughs> Probably because it would just be like, yeah, I like them, but they're okay. <laughs> For everybody. The, that is the problem, yeah. That's the thing about the primaries, is everybody just kind of likes everybody. Yeah. <laughs> well, in the old days, I mean, there was no... You didn't get to pick the Democratic nominee. No, you, they, no. they picked the Democratic The bosses, nominee, the party bosses. Nothing yeah. would have happened until, and then they would say, okay, we're going with Hillary Clinton. That's what would have happened in the last election. Well, that, that was the thing up until... 68 when when the bosses picked hubert humphrey and then people were just like we don't like this guy nobody likes this guy so they turned they turned it over to the primary it was over vietnam yeah and they turned it over to the primary in 72 and we got george mcgovern and then george mcgovern became the argument against primaries because the people (laughs) don't know any better (laughs) well what happened was is is uh in 68 i mean we've had primaries in the democratic party since 1952 they're but just, it didn't matter. Yeah, they, matter, they were. Yeah, yeah. We, I mean, they they did help, and you know, they helped Kennedy in 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 sixty, certainly, where he was able to uh, lock down the nomination. Who the hell was he going against in sixty? Adelaide well, Stevenson? No, uh, that was he in sixty. It was the four way race between Kennedy, LBJ, Humphrey, and uh, Stu Symington. Oh yes, yeah, Stu Symington. What Senator a fine from... young man, <laughs> Stu Symington. Yeah, you know, no, <laughs> great kid, great kid. You know, I have a good question. This is theoretical okay. kind of question. Uh, if let's say they didn't do the whole caucus and primary and everything uh-huh. today, who would the DNC choose as their Joe Biden? It would be Joe Biden. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I think so too. I don't know. See, here's the thing. Bloomberg is kind of like uh, doing the uh, Hillary Clinton method, where you well, just keep on buying out the DNC over and over again. Yeah, they seem to be. As much as like the the people hate him, it seems like the DNC they don't want Bernie. 
They don't want. Yeah, I know they don't yeah, want they Bernie. Don't want Everybody Bernie. knows that. That's how Hillary Clinton. Because the front. DNC is millionaires, yeah, millionaires and billionaires of this country. Yeah, yeah. Well, party I think, bosses uh, don't want any kind of insurgent candidate, and you know. But you're going. But you might win with Bernie. Yeah. So I don't. But we like, might lose. Uh, yeah, yeah, but so they're not going to win with Joe Goddamn Biden. Yeah, he came and won his own primary. He came and <laughs> won his own party. And <laughs> certainly not uh, Mike Bloomberg. People hate him. Yeah, yeah. you're not going to win. With... Even the well, Democrats debate, won't vote for him. <laughs> that yeah. debate the other night. Yeah, that's people let's get into that. Okay. Yeah, let's Mike let's Bloomberg. get it right into the Democratic debate because because <laughs> yeah, this is kind of the point of where it was. Of, this it was, was actually entertaining. It was the most fun. I didn't watch it. Well, I missed. You missed out. Because it was the most fun I've ever had watching a presidential debate ever. Yeah. <laughs> ever. Everyone shit all over Mike Bloomberg. Oh, and, yeah. And, it was and deserved glorious. It so. And Biden was just happy to not have the heat on him this time. Yeah. <laughs> Biden basically just stood off to the side and was like, huh, yeah. <laughs> Elizabeth Warren, <laughs> Jeff's favorite candidate. <laughs> yes. She fucking kamikaze the hell out of him. Yeah, she, she did. She did to Mike Bloomberg what, Tuls- what Tulsi Gabbard did to uh, Kamala Harris. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And and more so. And I would say more so, because Elizabeth <laughs> she, Warren, when she gets going, she ain't yeah, going to fucking she, stop. Uh, well, where was that Elizabeth Warren the whole way through? She started out at the beginning like that yeah. against John Delaney. When, John Delaney? Yeah. Uh, the first debate, she and Bernie kind of ganged up on him. Who uh, the fuck was John Delaney? <laughs> well, the the moderator seemed to like him because he was a moderate congr- congr- He's a moderate congressman from, from Maryland. Maryland. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and he, uh, he, he, he tried to get in on the moderate vote, and, the, and because he has a lot of money... The moderators tended to ask him questions. Yeah. So they uh, they went to town on him over health care. Okay. A- 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 but it, it didn't last long. He was just, you know, that's it. Yeah. Whereas in this one, <laughs> this was a whole hour yeah. <laughs> of Liz just going to town on... Oh, you know her Mike personally. <laughs> well... <laughs> Would you say she does like to go by Liz. She, she started this with a war cry. Sounds like she really scalped him yeah. on stage there. You know? Uh, he had to circle the wagons. <laughs> he had to form uh, a logger. Uh, <laughs> he had to portage uh, upstream. Uh, <laughs> you know I know like what, though? Uh, Bloomberg could easily get on... Uh, Elizabeth Warren's side by just giving her like a handful of beads or something <laughs> in exchange for the island of uh, Massachusetts, Boo. Manhattan. <laughs> yeah, we uh, apologize to our uh, Native American <clears throat> listenership. We don't I, have any. <laughs> and this is no, why. I mean America. We don't have any. <laughs> yeah, this is why. So, <laughs> but yeah, she. Uh, but anyway. So I, I I heard the situation because I didn't I didn't watch it. I I watched as a, a lot of clips mm-hmm. as much as I could, but I've heard described by our. Radio equals uh, Jim and Sam. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we don't have radio equals because we're on the radio. <laughs> we're on the radio, you, radio <laughs> you dummy. <laughs> Described it as is you know Warren and Buttigieg and even uh, Bernie were going after Bloomberg, and they're all just getting these uh, gut punches in. And every once in a while, whenever one of those three people I mentioned would knock him down, here comes Joe Biden just to get a little extra shot in there. Yeah. <laughs> He's like the kid who runs up and goes, <laughs> just just hang on the outside of the circle. Everyone else is going, fight, 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 when, fight. When Warren went after Bloomberg over his NDAs. Yeah, that was great. Biden chimes in, come on, come on. <laughs> like, just like that. Did he use the word malarkey at all? Not that I recall. Uh, that's his brand. That is his brand. That's yeah, yeah. a bunch of malarkey now. <laughs> <laughs> 
as the Mr. Magoo of the primary process, mm. Joe Biden. <laughs> He, uh, he started off strong, Biden did, but uh, as the evening wore on, the pills clearly wore off. <laughs> the pills clearly wore off. <laughs> if you can see my pills, sir. <laughs> um, yes. Needed a little more cocaine. Yeah, cocaine. Cocaine Joe. I feel like that would that would have been a much better campaign slogan for him. Cocaine, cocaine Joe. Cocaine Joe, yeah. Cocaine Interesting. Joe. Interesting. That could just as easily be a Donald Trump nickname for him. Yeah, it, could, it really could, yeah. And cocaine Joe. Cocaine Joe, he's all hopped up on the goofballs. <laughs> he stayed away from Adderall, his unlike MS, me. MS-13 friends. <laughs> Makes me smart. Well, Trump's the one who's on amphetamines all the time. Yeah, Adderall. Smarts Adderall. We don't actually know that. Well, we don't we can, know. A, we can take an educated good. guess. <laughs> yeah, there's a pretty good chance that they put him on amphetamines. All the, uh, the, back s- of the uh, sniffling and the... Uh, I think back in the 80s, I think they put them on amphetamines. Diet pills. Well, everybody was on those. Mm, those diet days. pills, whatever you in want to fairness, call them. Yeah. Trim Spa, baby. Remember those commercials? That was caffeine. That was caffeine? Yeah. I thought the original ones were like the pseudo epinephrine, Mexican epinephrine. That's pseudoephedrine. No, that's pseudoephedrine. Never mind. I'm, we're, we're getting our chemicals mixed we are, up here. Uh, Mikey, where's your chemical engineer friend? He could tell us we're about this. We're not pharmacists oh, yeah. here. No, that was the the original formula of Trim Spa. It had some kind of like epinephrine. I can't. Epinephrine. Epinephrine. Yeah, it had an epinephrine. That's what it was made from. And then the FDA was like, "Oh, you can't put that in over the counter." Yeah. Shit. yeah. All these little <laughs> they used to. kids that have. They, but that's they, what it was they actually originally. used to. Uh, Rashidi Marshall yeah. of the University of, yeah. Uh, yeah. I think Northwestern. But he hey, died because but, he took epinephrine and but, went to practice. But you know mm. what? It worked. Yeah. People lost weight. Until you die, like yeah, then you lose the people whole, we mentioned, Anna Cole Smith and uh, uh, Rasheed Marshall. Yeah, but if you but turn you into, die skinny, yeah, exactly. You make a <laughs> and leave a the tremendous, dream. beautiful corpse. Exactly. Yeah, you, you want to be fat for a long time, or you know, I can tell you, it's not very pleasant. Or become yeah. a beautiful corpse in a couple of weeks. <laughs> <laughs> Choice. I'll tell you what. Make. Do your Paul Bears a favor. <laughs> Trim spot. <laughs> Oh, yes! <laughs> I knew you were going to do that. It's <laughs> uncomfortable on a lot of levels. So, yeah, Bloomberg didn't hold up well. Uh, no, he did not. Because he was just kind of like, um, well, uh, I'm not going to tell you anything. They, they got mad because I told some jokes. <laughs> I joked about calling that woman a horse-faced lesbian. Yeah, however, what, what, what Elizabeth Warren did bring up was something that was published... It wasn't even published. It was just kind of circulating among, you know, mm-hmm. in 1990. Yeah. That was compiled over the years. So to have to defend a joke that you made 30 years ago. Imagine one of us running for office and then someone pulls up this podcast. Oh, my God. Exactly. <laughs> I don't think anything I've ever said would be. Uh, no, not at all. Yeah, if no. I run on the Republican ticket, that'd be celebrated. Oh, yeah. <laughs> is that beautiful? Oh. That really is beautiful. I hit, the, I, hit, I hit the wrong one. I, I wanted to hit this one. I'm not a racist. That's what's so insane about this. <laughs> You're banned. <laughs> You're getting the board in the second half. I'll, I'll take yes. the board. Yeah, let's see Let's see how you do <laughs> up there. there without all the assistance. <laughs> oh, my God. Where were we? Bloomberg. 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 Bloomberging. So, uh, crumbling. We'll, crumbling. Well, buy and sell Bloomberg. I like that. Thanks. I, I think that's like a Bloomberg. good. Donald uh, Trump's nickname yeah. is Donald Trump's nickname Ooh. is Mini Mike. Should I? Mini He's Mike. a short guy. I should. I'm, I think I'm going to write a letter to Donald, Donald Trump and give him the new 
New nicknames. New nicknames, yeah. These are the new talking I, I think I could come up with some others, too, bro. I think you should be his insult consultant. Oh, yeah. That would be great. If I could just come up with <laughs> nicknames for people. Yeah. Jeff, uh, although he's great at he's, that. He's doing pretty good on his own, though. Pocahontas he, he, he was, was, oh, was po- a stroke po- of genius. Pocahontas is fantastic. Now, now, he needs help, though, because he reuses a lot of them. He reuses a lot of them. Crazy. Sleepy. Sleepy. Yeah. Crazy and sleepy. sleepy. Low energy. Yeah. What do is, nothing, uh, which one is Joe? Is Joe Biden, Sleepy Joe Biden. He has been Sleepy Joe. He's been Crazy Joe. He crazy has been Low Joe. Energy Joe. But Ooh, I think hey. the one. I think the one that stuck was Sleepy hey, Joe. Sleepy remember, Joe. Uh, remember the old Wishbone show on PBS? <laughs> yeah, with, oh, yeah, with the little okay. dog. So they were doing, uh, you know, one of the Huckleberry Finn books. N word Jim. Okay. Well, no, there was no. <laughs> that's another Family Guy Ooh. joke, you fool. I know that. All right. So instead of Injun Joe, Crazy they Joe, had Crazy Joe, Crazy. <laughs> that's which right. Is, that's which right. is kind of a. Uh, isn't that also a little, <laughs> you know, insulting? Since they're suggesting that the uh, Native American people are all crazy. Here's when the, you're hopped up here on the. Here uh... is the thing. <laughs> so Wishbone did reenactments of uh, of, of stories, right? You yeah. know, classics. Classics. The Three Musketeers and Huck Finn. Yeah, and the Snickers and Fifth Avenue. Bars. The Crazy Joe was not played by an engine. It was oh. played by a white guy. Cultural well, that's even worse. And then this is where the woke people come in and say, "Where's representation?" <laughs> It's that's well. Back you to, just can't fucking win with these people. Yeah, except this was like 1997 or something. Yeah, no give a it shit was. about representation. But Crazy Joe was a bald guy with a googly eye, as opposed to an engine. Oh, I'm I'm picturing the the episode of Wishbone all wrong. I think you are, because I'm picturing more like uh, Michael Horse, who was uh he was on the show Twin Peaks. He was very much. <laughs> I think you're losing the, a, the room here. Yeah, I know I am. I know I am because none of you guys have seen Twin Peaks. But he was very much a uh, Indian, a native Native American, American Indian man. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And no, that wasn't it. And, that wasn't it. Fascinating. Fascinating. Beautiful story. Tell Reader's Digest, will you? Yeah, that one's getting a workout today. <laughs> yeah, it is. <laughs> uh, yes. uh. And we're back. <laughs> so we were talking about Mike Bloomberg. Crumbling. Crumbling. The, the, the fact that he has so much money, though, will guarantee him long-term viability. Well, here's what I think the strategy is, and I'm beginning to think this may actually be like a Bloomberg campaign publish strategy, mm-hmm. is that they're trying to take get the moderates to take enough votes away from Bernie, so by the time you get to the convention, it's a split vote. Broker mm-hmm. convention, yeah. Where Bernie, Bernie is clearly the, the, the front-runner, because he's, he's taking polls everywhere. Yeah. yeah. And... I don't know why. I mean, Buddha. I mean, Buttigieg and Bernie have gone one and two. Well, Buttigieg is out of money. Oh, really? Yeah. Everybody's waiting to see. He is out of money. Super Tuesday, I think. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's that's really interesting. But you see, Michael Horse, his character oh, on the God show, he sakes. was a, he was Jeff. a police officer. <laughs> of uh, you know, the, on Officer Peaks. Two Feathers. And no, he didn't wear feathers, John. Billy don't, Two Feathers was an engineer. You know, he, he wasn't a stereotype. <laughs> He just had long black hair, and he was a dark skin, and he was of Native American descent. Like John Rich. Why did you feel the need to interrupt with that? Because <laughs> I thought it would be funny. <laughs> <laughs> Boo. 
It seemed funny. I'm a saboteur here. You understand? That's, we're, that's we're, trying to be, we're trying to be topical over here. <laughs> Roger Stone over here. I know, and I want to throw it all He went to jail. Because, <laughs> because I don't pay attention to the news. I just watch stupid shows. <laughs> like, <laughs> like Twin Peaks. <laughs> like Twin Peaks. Hey, hey, Twin Peaks was a good show, all right? Uh, watch it. Watch it. Give it a shot. Program. It's on uh, Netflix, I think. Okay. All of the uh, original, two, for, the original two seasons are on Netflix. Okay. Okay, let's talk about what Jeff wants to talk about. No, I don't want to talk about Twin Peaks. I just want, <laughs> oh, to, okay. you just want to interrupt so you can mention Twin Peaks. A little bit more information on Michael Horse, uh, one of the co-stars of the show Twin Peaks. All right. But anyhow, oh, what I was getting at was, uh, okay, so Bernie's leading in all the polls pretty much everywhere. Mm-hmm. The only one that Biden can take is South Carolina. Possibly. Alabama, too. Who? Democrats aren't looking to win Alabama. Yeah, I know. It's that's just that's where he's, states, yeah. he's ahead in those two states. The three in Democrats in Alabama, two of them are going to vote for Biden. <laughs> Great. Uh, so <laughs> what Bloomberg wants is a... Brokered convention? A brokered convention. Because that's, he, that's what he thinks is his best shot. Because he has given hundreds of thousands of dollars up to the legal maximum... <laughs> To, to the DNC. And when there's a broker convention, the DNC, the, bu- the party bosses will be like, oh, we'll go with him, as opposed to the people, you know, what, what the people actually wanted. Now, is You'll that... have 68 again. What's that? You'll have 68 all over again. So we have our Hubert Humphrey. So who should have ran at 68 is my question for you. Well, they didn't really have a candidate other than Hubert Humphrey who could have run. Oh, okay. Well, well Bobby then... Kennedy was... Dead. I mean, he was, well, they shot him that year, so... <laughs> he was dead, and they probably should have ran him anyway. Well, I mean, he so was just running. Just prop him up and then have... Yeah, uh, he still probably would have had a decent chance. He, he won the California him. primary, and that, that was going to be his big thing, was his, taking into the convention was, oh, I won the California primary, you know? Just yeah. have Ted stand behind him and hold him up. <laughs> well, there was some thought to try and get Ted to run in 68, but he didn't want to do it at all. Yeah. When did Chappaquiddick happen for Ted? 70, 70, uh, oh, 70s. Yeah, that was it. It ruined 72 for him. Oh. He was gonna, they, they were prepared in 72. It's going to be Teddy's year. And then Chappaquiddick happened in 71. Ah, you, see, it turns out whenever you drive guy. a car uh-huh. with a woman who is not your wife in it into a ocean and then leave her there, uh, it really hurts your chances of yeah, running for office. It, it, uh, Explain well, why. It's kind of a shame he didn't uh, he didn't live in this era because it probably wouldn't have really harmed him that much. What if you just given her a ride somewhere? Would... How would that not have hurt him? <laughs> if you ran on the Republican ticket, just a friend, oh, a, a that, friend yeah, of his. See, it probably saw her, she was at the gas station. Her car was broke down. Well, she worked on she worked for she him. worked for his campaign. Yeah. yeah, and he saw her at the gas station. She's like, oh, oh <laughs> I saw her at the you, gas know, station. you know, my I got a flat and the machine's broke. I can't put air in the tire. He's like, oh, I'll give you a ride, <laughs> sweetheart. You know, yeah. <laughs> say. Get in my car. Yeah, get the car. Get my car. We'll go down to the house. I'll drive you down to the pier. <laughs> he, he, you know, it, it hold pro- your nose when the car goes in the water. We'll have some chowder. It probably wouldn't have hurt him so bad if he hadn't waited to report the accident as long as he oh, did. Oh, that's right. He, really oh, waited. he like, waited. Yeah. Like waited. a day? What 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 year was this? They didn't have 71. cell phones back then. What well, he he got he back to, home. He, he had to get to a payphone. He got himself way taken care of. Yeah, you he, know it was like it was like 
eight nine hours you know, before got, he reported the yeah he, he went went back to the plate went back to the house they changed his up. clothes mm. drank a dr pepper had some soup well, what's yeah. he gonna do he was in a took car a nap. accident he needed <laughs> something to eat and he needed to you know rest you know he had a long day he meanwhile she's in there banging on the door going i can't get out <laughs> wait she was still in the car yeah, yeah. that's her wait he just left he her got out car. and left her there well i'm 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 sure there's a perfect and, and, explanation and, <laughs> well what the explanation was he couldn't get the door open he couldn't get the door open. He couldn't get the door open. And he freaked out. So he and and, yeah. and then ran away. Yeah, Smart yeah, he cat. ran away essentially. Yeah, well, then took he, care of numero uno. Yeah, yeah, and then he needed something to eat. You know, what's what's but he supposed to do? Even then, he waited like what ten hours to report this fucking accident. <laughs> Yeah, but maybe like you know the phone was out or something. You know, things were different. Clearly, this was a case of self defense. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, clearly, yeah. Yeah. And, and he couldn't just go to a neighbor's house because if his phone was out, then probably the whole block was out. <laughs> What's he going to do? Go to the next street? Come on. Well, so let's you know. Be kill that some as time. it may, he goes and has something to eat. And um, imagine course. crashing a car off the Odell Williamson Bridge in Ocean Isle. I don't know where that is. You know oh, exactly oh, yeah. where that is. <laughs> I, I started to say that. I assumed you were going to mention a place I didn't. No, know. it's going to make it relatable for you, my brother. Yeah, I see. Be that as it may, <laughs> it ruined his chances in 72. And that's why 72 had that big clown car primary it had with like nine candidates. Like we're having now. That's yeah. It kind of looks like now. There's a whole bunch of people. Well, we're down to five. And then Bloomberg just shows up. <laughs> yeah. He's he, like, hey, here's some money. That bothers me. <laughs> he didn't even try to contest the early prime. You should have to go through all that. It's no, like I think his strategy might be sound, actually. That's a valid strategy. He sure, it's valid, but I think yeah. you should have to do it. He, he intends to be just the guy that fucks everything up. I just imagine that... I'm if, going to go in and fuck everything up. I'm Mike Bloomberg. If he actually, I approve this message. <laughs> I mean, if he actually does win the nomination, I will not vote Democratic for the first time in my life. You're going to vote for Donald yeah. Trump? No. Oh. <laughs> yeah, I don't think I'll so. I'll throw my vote away on some third, on some third party or something. Yeah, vote Libertarian. Well, might yeah it'll depend on who that how come the libertarian is. hasn't popped up yet that's a good when does question the libertarian pop up usually gary usually johnson on summer. was last time this ah, summer this summer when okay. they have their convention. coming this summer remember it was you're harry brown every time gary yeah it was harry johnson. brown in 2000 coming this summer you're a libertarian candidate <laughs> as they nominate their convention at, do their nominating convention at the waffle house in denver colorado let's <laughs> <laughs> all get high <laughs> Yeah, man. Yeah. Hey, that's that's the way it is, man. You know, you, government off your back, man. Get your government off your back. Government no, off your no back, bullshit. Man. We'll build know. the roads ourselves, no, man. No more, no more <laughs> getting hassled by the man. Man, private corporations can take care of your health care, man. <laughs> no taxes at all. No taxes, man. You know, no health care. You know, all. private corporations can take care of your health care. They are as, now. As long yeah. as, long as there, just there aren't insurance companies getting in the way. Ooh. Well, that would be actually uh, that's a valid argument. <laughs> That is a valid argument. Yeah, insurance sticks. Yeah. You, you go and, and, you know, flu shot, five bucks, you know, knee replacement, 250 you know, shit like that. You have to do either one or the other. Either pay for everything or go... Exactly. You do it Go for, away from a profit-driven well, healthcare I mean, system. Think about it. You, you do it for your car for the most part. Like, you have car insurance, but that's only if you get in an accident and fuck somebody else up. Yeah. You know, or your car gets messed up and you want to go through insurance to either get it fixed or replaced if it's really bad. With the insurance system, what hospitals do is they balloon everything so the insurance pays well, for it. most of the cost and is the insurance administrative, too. And the, yeah. And the only way insurance companies make money is if they deny care. So yeah. 
yeah, it's fucked. This is this is kind of why I'm looking at. I think my my primary vote is going to go to Bernie. Because well, I know mine is. I mean, because <laughs> he wants to change the healthcare system, which for me, I mean, I I was sort of like on the fence about universal healthcare for a long time until I don't know the last couple of years where things have really gotten out of hand. The company that I work for is you know saying that like healthcare costs keep going up. Okay. If we're supposed to be increasing competition and all this shit, and you know, Donald Trump said he was going to start negotiating with the drug companies, get the oh yeah, slurred. he was going to do I, that. I'm not yeah. on any prescriptions, so that's not a big deal to me. But it's still part of the whole picture. And maybe someday for those people that have to pay a thousand dollars for an EpiPen. Right, yeah. right, right, exactly. But none of those things are happening, so Man. it's all a matter of you know, here's the insurance companies deciding that hey, we can charge the doctors more because we're a big goddamn company. And we're going to screw everybody, and we're going to charge enormous premiums because they're going through their employers. So people aren't actually paying for it, except we are. We are right. paying for it. Right. Right. And as long as a for-profit healthcare system exists, nothing's going to really get better. It's going to be just the we live any. It's 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 a fundamental philosophical statement I'm going to make for me is that we no one in any developed country. Mm-hmm. Should have to have a GoFundMe because you get sick. Oh, I agree. Yeah, that's, yeah. and that's yeah. that's the long and short of it. It's us and, and South like, Africa are about the only two industrialized nations that don't yeah. have some kind of you know. Yeah, it, it, and I'm not into the whole like everything should be free healthcare plan, which wouldn't be. I'm not saying it would be a well, bad thing. It wouldn't necessarily. It would be, be a free. bad thing. No, no one's gonna. No, no, the, you're not gonna have the government pay but, for a new ass. I know. Well, that's but that's the way. It, oh, oh, I know that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Well, it's hemorrhoids. Wait a minute. Yeah. Well, I mean, I was hoping in, to get in some the like, UK, pectoral they implants have, uh, or something like that. In the UK, they they've almost always had eye and dental charges. Yeah. Well, I'm not talking about just like you know yeah. eye and dental, and then everything else is free. I'm yeah. I'm saying that I, I it, it wouldn't really be free anyway because it is we're going to pay for that on our taxes anyway. Oh yeah, that's well, I know that we're all going to pay for yeah. it on our taxes. And the people, yeah, but and if, the people if we, who say things like. Uh, Oh, I'm not subsidizing the health care of somebody else. Well, you are. We already sure. are. You are anyway. So we already are. Exactly. Yeah. Especially when everyone pays the same premiums for the same for yeah. plan, you're subsidizing somebody else's insurance. I hardly ever go to the doctor. I, I do not, you know, in a way, through my employer, I pay in way more than I take out of my health insurance. But there's somebody else, that's, you know, at my job who's taking out way more. So on, uh, I think on our note of uh, our stance on universal health coverage, I think this is a good time for a break. So uh, we'll be right back. After this. Thanks, Way to go, Mike. Yeah. Hi, everyone. John here from the Unpaid Programming Podcast with a public service announcement. Every year... Thousands of dogs are abandoned and left to roam the streets, fending for themselves in a dangerous world. And that danger is caused by the dogs themselves. These are very bad dogs. Let's hear from a few of these people who were forced to abandon their very bad dogs. Well, we picked up our little Rudy from the pound when he was just a year old. Scrappy little guy. I used to hold a short length of rope and he would tug on it. You know, like a little tug-of-war game we would play. But then he started tugging on other things, like the drapes. And they were such a lovely shade of purple. But he just tore them to shreds. After that, it was the television cord. He ripped it right off. And I'm not very handy. So I had to call my brother-in-law to help me fix it. And I can't stand that guy. 
But when Rudy pulled down my novelty shower curtain, the one with a picture of Fraser Crane in a bathtub, well, that was the last straw. I tried to take them back to the pound, but they were closed for the evening, and I didn't feel like making another trip. So I left him outside with a note tucked into his collar. He must have wandered off, because I called the pound the next day, and they said he wasn't there. Mine was no young pup when my neighbor moved and couldn't take him with him. He called him Butch, but I called him Mark. I just wanted the kind of ragged old hound that would sit on the porch while I played the harmonica and complained about the heat. But I didn't actually know how to play. And it was cold outside, so he kept trying to get back in. Nearly ruined my screen door. In hindsight, I probably should have had both doors closed on account of the cold. But then he finds his way into an old pickup that I had parked in the backyard, which would have been fine, except he knocked the sucker out of gear and it rolled into a tree. It didn't damage the truck, or the tree, but it rolled right over my damned honeysuckle. I tied him up in the front yard to a sign I made that said, Free Dog. When he was gone, and the sign was gone, I put two and two together and figured out he ran away. I might have secured that signpost a little better. I was under the impression that a dog was to be a man's companion, a friend that would do anything for his master who just had both knees replaced. I should have known that wasn't true when I first brought him home and he wouldn't bring in the newspaper. Then the laundry started piling up and the dishes in the sink. He didn't even rinse them. He would just lick them, whimpering over how much he hated his chores. And God forbid he even feed himself. The 20-pound bag of dog food that I lugged into the house for him, it just sat there in the kitchen. He couldn't even be bothered to open it. It was no companion to man, certainly not one with multiple disabilities like me. I tried to give him one last chance. I let him out of the house to get groceries, but he never came back. Hi folks, John here again. With thanks to our contributors, and a reminder to our listeners that if you ever see one of these very bad abandoned dogs in your neighborhood, to call your local ASPCA. And we're back. Thanks for joining us for the second half. Uh, we were going to start the second half by talking about what we all did. Well, except for Mike, who, who was at home with the goddamn coronavirus. Was, yeah. Oh, <laughs> oh, oh, oh shit. And, uh, <laughs> Damn, Mike, I, yeah. I thought it was just the gout that was plaguing you. The gout that was plaguing me. <laughs> I thought it was just the homo erectus. Some guy at work had a, uh, he had like a picture of a six pack of Corona, and he was like, oh, the coronavirus. He thought it was the funniest thing. I fucking thing. hate those people. I was like, what? Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. I hate them. I get it. And we know, you know it's the it goes, thing You know what goes a, a well beer. with the coronavirus? Lyme disease. Yeah. Ah. Uh, right. Uh, mm-hmm. I actually kind of like yeah. it. I hadn't heard that. Yeah. We know. We know. We I know. hadn't heard it yet, but it still was terrible. <laughs> but anyway, uh, we, yeah, we, we were going to talk about what we, three of us, three or four three of us. Three of us. Uh, well, four, but. Now we can talk about what I did last night. It's just not going to be of much interest to the mm. listeners. So. Oh, How much pooping well, did you what do? I was going to get to uh, is what Mike did last night. Moderate amount of pooping. Great. <laughs> moderate. And now what we did it's last night, uh, John Lawrence and I. Which was we saw Gallagher in a bowling alley. Exactly. We saw Gallagher. 
Gallagher in a bowling alley with valet parking. Okay, with well, valet let's, parking. Let's let's, uh, let's not mischaracterize the venue here. <laughs> hey. it, I intentionally tried to mischaracterize. <laughs> know, yeah. We were we were we talked about did. it in the car on the we way. We were over. going to clarify. <laughs> not yeah. the milk company. Gallagher it is. Either. It does happen to be a bowling alley. Of Gallagher's. Gallagher's. Sorry. It's more than Curs. just a. It's more than just a bowling alley. Okay. Yeah. This this is a a, a multi-function uh, venue. It is a bowling alley. Yeah. But it's also an arcade, <laughs> a, an, an axe throwing. Uh, they have an axe throwing range, a cigar that, bar. They have an a cigar bar, plex. and where we saw Gallagher was like a yeah, fairly big uh, bar area. But they have a stage and everything. It was, yeah. and it's, it's a very they, nice uh, stage. Like they actually have like room for. They have bands and stuff. It's a very good there. music venue. Yeah, actually, it yeah. it's a pretty good music venue. A uh, little bit of a local note here: uh, Penguins. Uh, national anthem singer Jeff Jimerson, Mr. Jeff Jimerson, Mr. Jeff Jimerson, band Airborne, and his cover band Airborne perform there frequently. Yeah. So yeah. we should what, go there one of these. Wait, events. what's this cover band cover? Songs, you know. Just, yeah, but any music in particular, he's not. No, oh, okay, so he's not a theme. It's, it's, it's just, it's just like a top-notch bar band. Ah, I gotcha. I gotcha. Yeah, yeah. He plays yeah. the bass and he sings. He plays yeah. the bass and he sings. Yeah, he's he's a very uh, just, talented guy. Just competent the, bass player. <laughs> yeah. They just did the national anthem. No <laughs> <and laughs> Canada, and Canada over and over. And, <laughs> and then they closed with O Canada and the national anthem. You know, it's a wonderful set. <laughs> then he does a medley of the two songs together, like between you know back to back. I'd probably pay money to see that, honestly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but anyway, yeah, we saw Gallagher, and. Um, before Gallagher came out looking like David Crosby, well, he oh Gallag- yeah, <laughs> he looks like David Crosby now. <laughs> He's looked like that for like twenty years at this point. Yeah, you I know. <laughs> In two thousand, I shaved my head, and everybody hated it. He did. Yeah, he did. I don't remember that. Wow. Yeah. Well, he grew his hair back. Well, the back part of his hair. <laughs> yeah, not all. <laughs> the part that was going to come back came back. <laughs> yeah, but anyway, I mean, Gallagher was funny. Yeah, he was. He was yeah, actually. I, I, I was surprised. He was. He was funny to the point where I was surprised. Because from the clips that I've seen of him performing in the last 20 years, where he's trying to be this topical guy, it didn't really land with me. I fully expected him to bomb. I didn't expect him to bomb. You, you really expected him I didn't. to bomb? Yeah, I fully expected him to bomb. I didn't expect that. I actually kind of hoped he would, too. <laughs> Just I didn't want him to bomb. It would have been better program. for the show if he had our bombed. Program. No, but I wanted to watch a funny comedy oh, show uh, well, with yeah. Gallagher. It worked out. And you wanted to watch him bomb. We we watched two. We watched two other comics. Yeah, we bombs. did watch two other bombs before Gallagher. <laughs> oh, that was great. Twenty five dollar oh, tickets. Oh boy, Lawrence. Yeah. Uh... <laughs> well, I enjoyed the second bombing more than the first. The first guy comes up and he's one of these. Uh, I'm a piece of shit and I'm a loser and everything sucks for me. One of those types of guys. Okay, Mikey, I'll I'll explain this. His opening line after he was like, "How's everybody doing? How's yeah. everybody well, then he, doing?" Well, then he does the "I can't hear you," you know that bullshit. Yeah, we and then we he goes, then. <laughs> and then he goes into his material, and part of like the first sentence involved Route Fifty One. Oh, yeah. Um, so he did, did he make some... a Century Three joke? No. no, no, he did some traffic. You know, it was traffic, traffic and driving. And... And so and 51 and, to 88. Uh, oh, great. This guy's local. Uh, I am local, and he still ain't fucking funny. Well, I worst, looked at a map. Well, the worst part <laughs> is he made jokes about um, two intersections, uh, one being the 51 to 88 uh, intersection yeah, there. She's a clusterfuck. And, and also the West End Circle. He made a joke about the West End Circle uh, and how they changed it from a circle to being straight, except uh, it flows, traffic flows much better since they've changed it. 
Yeah, actually, same with the other. Actually, uh, both of those intersections, yeah, both of those, were, both yeah, of those intersections have been. Have they been, were terrible, and then they yeah. were a lot better, but yeah. still a little. Not great. I mean, they're a still kind of terrible, but they're, now they're just congested. Yeah, but uh, you know, we're we're but we're being a little too local here. You know, we're talking about yeah. these uh, these particular intersections in our See, area. That, that, is, that is true. We do have an international <laughs> but, audience. But the point is, he made jokes about intersections being terrible that have been massively improved in the last you know ten years or so. Yeah, so really, nobody mm -hmm. who even is local is going to laugh at it because mm -hmm. like everyone's like, oh, it's actually a lot better. <laughs> but the rest of the material was all about how, like, oh, I suck and I'm, I'm a loser. I'm 56 years and, old. Nobody loves you know, I'm me. I'm single and I have four kids. And, oh, I sell cars and uh, I also do this. Yeah, I'm and a piece of shit and whatever. But I'm not very good at it. He was, wasn't funny. Yeah, so he, he the best part about it was through especially the first guy's act mm -hmm. and a little bit through the second guy's act. Which we can dig into the second guy a little bit, but uh, the first guy. No, we will. Uh, the staff was actually yeah. cracking better <laughs> jokes than he was. Yeah, I know. <laughs> and yeah. when, and and making when, fun of him. The one when the one when the one bartender said something and we applauded him. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So the first opener came out, and then out, the comic got mad at us. Does his local material, and then nobody's laughing. Yeah. And. And then he's like, so uh, what do I got to do up here? And, and, and the bartender just walking by goes, be funny. So the point we're getting at is as this guy is performing is, and the staff is just making fun of him. And we, we are, were all making fun of him. Yeah, we, we were, were all we making were fun of him. Uh, to the point where I was being an asshole. You were <laughs> being an asshole. You started, you were trying to heckle from like way in the back. I was trying to, I was trying and to if, do You know thing. what? If you're going to heckle, have some balls and, and be, be in front. You know, go up and really go for it. I would have to. I would have to get out of my seat just to heckle him. Also, you know, let's see how you do up there without oh, all the assistance. I, I so wanted him. <laughs> I so wanted him to do that. I, I was so conflicted because I wanted to heckle louder because I wanted him to say that to me. But well, I didn't figure he would. I, I mean, you could go up there, and then you could go up and bomb instead. But, you know. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I couldn't have bombed any worse than that guy. That's <laughs> the only reason I wouldn't heckle a comedian, because <laughs> I, I don't have any, you know, I don't have a tight five to do. The comedians <laughs> never didn't do a tight they five. They never do that. <laughs> you want to come up here and do this? Yeah. No, but there's still, like, that feeling that I have of, like, well, I couldn't do that. You know, I think you could. I, yeah, I don't a little bit. I would need to. You you would have been funnier than that guy. You have at least one joke. It, it, I do. Yeah. What's the joke? Uh, your joke is, you know, a lot of guys in their midlife crises buy like Corvettes because oh, yeah, they want to feel that's young. Right. That's right. My sports car material. <laughs> yeah, but because because you, you, the Doing idea the was that, stuff. you know when people yeah. get older, they're they're middle aged and they have their midlife crisis. They go and get some you know fancy uh, fast car. <laughs> Because they want to feel younger. But when you were young, you drove a piece of shit. Is that beautiful? That really is beautiful. Did we have a conversation? No, 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 no. no. Uh... Press B. <laughs> we had a conversation. You leaned on it wrong. <laughs> I know. Here's how you do it. If you want to feel young, you need to drive a piece of shit. <laughs> Well, anyway, back to the uh, yeah. Gallagher. So Gallagher, talk. yeah, yeah, before. yeah. Which Mikey missed as he was home shooting his. He was home out. with the gal. Mm. I was home with a bad case of the uh, the herpes. Yeah, yeah the impetigo. <laughs> and the impetigo <laughs> had an impacted bowel. Good lord! <laughs> what was much, the other uh, uh, Red Dead Redemption disease? Cholera. Cholera, yeah. Cholera. Cholera. Yeah. Cholera. Cholera. No, tuberculosis. Oh, yeah, yeah, tuberculosis. You got tuberculosis. Okay, well, I, and, and Red, Red, Red Dead Redemption. The flubitis. The flubitis. I went, I went to another town where everybody had cholera. 
Oh yeah, uh, yeah. It was spooky. Uh, at spooky the end of the car? game, it was scary. Yeah. Spooky color. Yeah, it was it later? Yeah, at the yeah. end of the game, ghost color. I had already beaten the game, but then I went to this. And then you're just walking around. Town. Armadillo. <laughs> Armadillo. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, uh, the second guy was worse. Here's my. Here's was he worse? <laughs> he was just as bad. I think he, he was, was bad. He was worse. He was definitely worse, and only because he was just so corny and hacky, well, and well, most of his jokes were just old jokes that he repurposed. It's for... not even that they were jokes. It's he would have a premise, he'd do the setup, and then he'd move on to the next setup. I know, but nah. well, sometimes he would. Have, he like... never would do the punchline, and then some of his. Oh, you're fucking ponderous, man. Ponderous, fucking ponderous. <laughs> But sometimes he would, he would, some of these jokes, there would, there would be such like, there would be this reach in there that you needed like three seconds to think about. Yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, I see what he means. You know? And, and also, uh, here's how I describe that second guy. He was like a real life version of the comic section of the newspaper. Oh, I like that. That's a good description. That was a good description of that guy. I see what you were trying to do. Yeah, yeah, he was like a born loser comic, you know. Well, this read those uh, for a little bit of context. This guy was a funeral director. Oh, that that was. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you, Paul Bear, an undertaker. <laughs> oh no, it's the Undertaker. Um, do they ever have Paul Bearer doing like a uh, like a real funeral? And he's like, he co- oh, I'm he did. so he sorry was, for he... your loss. <laughs> but oh, he was yeah. a real funeral director. <laughs> was he really? Yeah. Oh, terrifying. That's when he when he went and gave his resume to Pat Patterson. Pat said, "You're a real mortician." Yeah, I'm a real mortician. No, yes. he said, oh, yes. <laughs> he's a real mortician. Oh, he went to Vince mortician. and said, Vince, he's a real mortician. You're a real mortician. Oh. <laughs> he fucking laughed at him. He's like, I don't know what the fuck is going on. <laughs> so he would do a lot of dark jokes involved, not, but not really. He did a few, and they weren't even jokes. They were just kind of dark. They weren't <laughs> See, I, I think dark. I would have found that guy. So I, I, one time at the, at the workplace, uh, this family came in, they were really sad. Anyway. And they were sad. <laughs> Moving on. Yeah. Uh, so, that was uh, what it was. <laughs> See, I, 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 actually, I find anti-humor to be kind of funny, so I might... But it wasn't, no. But it wasn't, it wasn't, it wasn't anti-humor. It wasn't, it was, he it had wasn't something that. when he mentioned that, I guess, Columbo had died or something. His fucking fake eye had popped out. Oh yeah, and then that was the, that was the, yeah, that was that he, was it. <laughs> yeah, I thought, oh, this is gonna be good. He's got something here, and then it just moved on to the next. You motherfucker! <laughs> you had a good, you had something good here. We should just pull him aside and go. Listen, listen, you need help. <laughs> All of your jokes are incomplete. Yeah, <laughs> that, that's the, a good way to describe that guy's act. Incomplete. You got the heart, but you don't got the soul or the talent. <laughs> or the delivery, <laughs> or the charisma, yeah. or the charisma, or the appearance. Yeah, yeah he looked like Robbie Coltrane, the uh, Scottish actor. He did have the gun. <laughs> he did have a gun. <laughs> or the flow, or the voice. He was wearing a tie with suspenders. With suspenders. Yeah. With suspenders. And the Y type suspenders, not even the X type oh. suspenders. Ooh, but they were proper oh, suspenders. They weren't like the clip-on kind. That no, they were the button under your they pants were suspenders. Like real, yeah. yeah, real button on your pants. So that, well, he's a funeral director. He's a big shot. You know, those guys make money hand in. over fist. Yeah, I guess so. Do they? Yeah, well, they so, make. Yeah, they oh, make it's, good a, money. it's it's a lucrative. It's a good racket. Luke, no, yeah, it's a good racket. Really, it's it's because, a racket. It's, it's because, because it's a racket. Yeah, yeah. People are always dying. Yeah. Oh. Always gonna have dead people. Yeah. So what you're telling me is that Dan Aykroyd and my girl was doing pretty well for himself. Oh, oh yeah. Oh yeah. 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 You darn tootin'. <laughs> he might have been betting it all on the ponies, but <laughs> well, he was, he was getting it all. 
plus, you know, didn't have a wife to please. So, yeah. you know. Mm, we had Jamie Lee Curtis, you know. Was she? W- w- they okay. were trading spaces. Jamie, no, Jamie Lee you. Curtis and my girl. W- would you consider her a piece of ass? No. No. Uh, she I would was never already. Consider Jamie Lee Curtis. She had already no. reached her expiration date by Don't that point. Do you know that Jamie Lee Curtis is a hermaphrodite? Was. <laughs> was I mean was I think that's how that works. <laughs> that's not how it works. <laughs> oh god, that's, that's not pleasant. Yes, that was an old rumor. I love it. But she was a hermaphrodite, like Richard Gere would shove gerbils up his ass, and oh yeah, yeah, know, yeah. Marilyn Manson <laughs> removed his ribs so he could suck his own dick. It was one of those old. Uh, also, Marilyn Manson is Paul Paul Pfeiffer. Right, Marilyn, yeah, Paul Pfeiffer was became Marilyn yeah, Manson. Yeah. You just lean into the rumors because they help your. Brand. Except Marilyn Manson was like twenty five when the Wonder Years was on. <laughs> <laughs> does he does like walk around with the makeup on? I don't think so. No, he doesn't. No, he's no. been on like interviews and stuff where he, you know. He doesn't have the makeup and everything. The makeup he just puts on when he does shows and things like that. Yeah. It's, uh... And when he records albums in the studio. Ah, you know, it's bad for your guy. skin in terms of you get these big ass zits if you just leave stage Pock makeup marks on. and whatnot. Yeah. Because it starts to look like Bill Murray. And then you got to wear the makeup to cover up the pop marks, and it's an endless cycle. <laughs> it's a vicious cycle. It's a racket. All right. But that brings us to Gallagher. the main event. Gallagher. I'm having a good fucking time. Yeah. <laughs> Who was I... fantastic. I went, Gallagher well, fan... was great. He was great. He was great. Yeah. He was very funny. And uh, I was surprised. Me too. Because I had seen like the last 15 years of his material and clips on the on the YouTubes. <laughs> and yeah. it wasn't that great. It was, you know, kind of like, if we're going to give money to Japan, we should blah, blah, blah. I can fix the immigration crisis right now. And it's just like, uh, meh. <laughs> yeah, but he was, but he was doing that since like 1984. I mean, uh, so when I was at I was at work and I told a guy that I was going to see Gallagher. So he pulls up some Gallagher on his phone, <laughs> and this is an old thing, 1984. He came out wearing one roller skate and one. Sort of bouncy moon Gallagher's shoe. mad as hell. You Gallagher's mad as hell. Yes, that was the one. I'm pissed off. <laughs> I'm pissed off. <laughs> but then he makes some joke about, oh, we're giving all this money to Japan. And he said something else. What did he say? Uh, we spent $2 billion on space invaders, but only $2 million on the space shuttle. Which is just completely ridiculous. The space shuttle cost way more than $2 million fucking dollars. <laughs> yeah. It costs $2 million to repair the space shuttle, at least. And Space Invaders made way more than $200 million. He said $2 billion. Oh. And well, it, oh but right. it probably didn't make $2 billion. No, and, and imagine for inflation. Imagine in 1984, that's $2 billion in quarters. In quarters. That's a lot of fucking quarters. So, a lot of second But the material that he did was far from whatever he's been doing for the last... No, I wouldn't say far from it. It was, it was more like he just kind of re... He read the room. He read the room, and he did a lot of, like, relationship stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And popped off in the crowd from time to time. Yeah, yeah it was they hilarious. were starting to piss him off. It was <laughs> hilarious. Well, yeah. But the one, thing, the one thing that disappointed me, because I had mentioned this to you guys before he went on, mm-hmm. was that the, the one thing I loved about the Sledgematic routine was the the patter you know the ladies and gentlemen oh they got a kitchen tool for you it's not a slicer and not a dicer what the hell could it possibly be like that whole yeah, yeah. carnival he, barker he none he, of it well he did start off it slices it dice and then people start clapping but he's he's getting old you know see i i i was just 
happy that he didn't go about it the way that the magician in the Patton Oswalt <laughs> was like, this is the watermelon. This is the sledgehammer. Okay. Bam. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Here's an apple. Here's a pie pan. Blam. Okay. <laughs> no, he certainly did not half-ass. Yeah, he did not half-ass. I mean, he worked. Yeah. And it was, I, I was surprised because uh, the guy's like 73 years old. Yeah, he's getting up there. And I don't know if he has to work or just chooses to work. I mean, because, okay, we looked at his schedule, Mikey. Oh, yeah. Oh, and, it's a terrible schedule. Yeah, so, so, <laughs> so, so he'll be in a uh, middle of bumfuck nowhere, New Jersey tonight. Tonight. And then I think Tuesday he'll be in he'll the be middle back. of bumfuck nowhere, Ohio. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so whoever booked him on his appearances, his agent or whatever, they booked him to say here. <laughs> now we're going to book you in New Jersey, so you got to fly there. And then you got to come all he's the way back to Ohio. <laughs> yeah. He's probably driving. He's probably driving. He does everything That's even worse. Him, he does everything himself. Flying to Newark on spirit. <laughs> <laughs> he does everything himself to the point where he was talking about going to the grocery store to pick up all his shit to smash that night. Yeah. Imagine yeah. if you saw Gallagher in the grocery store. Yeah, I wouldn't recognize him. This is all the watermelons you have? <laughs> yeah. Hey, he only had one watermelon. Yeah, he smashed yeah. it, got it out of the way, and then I thought his crowd work was good. Uh, his audience participation, which usually is hacky shit. No, he was hilarious. Anyone that has a birthday in February, come on up here. And then everybody but Lawrence, who had a birthday in February, did. That's not what he said. Pussy. <laughs> That's not what he said. No, he said everybody who had a birthday said, this year. Yeah, he said anyone who has a birthday this year. Oh. <laughs> ruined the joke. That's what he said. You ruined Gallagher's uh, joke, you son of a bitch. You guys are all pussies then. You were a pussy at home, pussy. Yeah, I was. <laughs> You're a pussy, pussy. Shitting your brains out of your pussy, pussy. Yeah, yeah pooping out of your vagina. I had the, uh, I had the vagina's <laughs> disease. They call that a yeast infection. They call it a yeast infection. Oh, uh, yes. Mike was at home with a yeast infection. Uh, yeah. yeast infection. He had pussy diarrhea. <laughs> yes. Squirting diarrhea out of your disgusting pussy. You shove, <laughs> you shove turmeric up your asshole. What do you expect's going to happen? Well. Try putting that turmeric in your diarrhea-filled vagina. <laughs> yeah, pussy. <laughs> the rest of the show is just us calling Mike a pussy. <laughs> pussy. Yeah, and des- pussy. Describing things that come out of his vagina. And Mike saying, don't call me a pussy. Pussy. Don't call me a pussy, pussy. <laughs> come over here and call me a pussy. Hey, buddy. Pussy. There's a baseball came out of it. You darn tootin'. <laughs> <laughs> so how about Gallagher, anyway? Yeah, he was good. We already talked about yeah. Gallagher. Oh, geez. And then the show ended. Fucking Claude. Claude. <laughs> And and, and we went home? Yeah, then we went home. And I tied one on and passed out. That's As I tend to do. do. Good for you. That sounds like a good night. It was. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And Indeed. you missed it because you were too busy shitting out of your pussy. Shitting out of my pussy, yep. Yep. Anyway. It was a, uh, it was a fibrous discharge. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't so much a shit. That is disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> I'm having a good fucking time. Clearly, my wife's used that term before, and I, uh, I've been waiting. I've been waiting to use that one. What fibrous a discharge? Fibrous discharge. Yeah. That's weird that your wife poops because mine doesn't. No, no, that, that, <laughs> that's right. That didn't come out the. Uh, that didn't come out the asshole. That. Uh, Wait, your wife. It's not that she doesn't, Jeff. It's just that she can't. <laughs> your wife had a fibrous discharge fibrous out of discharge. her vagina. It came out of somewhere. Did she get fucked by a plant? <laughs> 
tree raping. So you have a corn stalk a real problem. <laughs> shoved up there. Well, Mike is a farm boy, you know. Yeah, so. Was she raped by some cereal? I know, corn. <laughs> it was hay bill rape. <laughs> I don't want you to miss out on all that wheat. By Tony the Tiger. <laughs> it was great. It was great. Well, for him, not for anybody else. That's how they make. That's how they make the cornflakes. More or less, <laughs> they rape Mike's wife. Well, they <laughs> shove the flakes <laughs> up the vagina and they get them frosted and pull them up. Nah, there's no fiber in cornflakes. <laughs> Shredded wheat. That's where it's at. Cornflakes are sp- supposed to prevent you from masturbating. <laughs> Seriously? Yeah. Oh yeah. That, yeah, that was. That like, that they was were, uh, yeah, they're. Yeah, I that ate was a lot of graham crackers too. Flakes. I ate no, a lot graham, of corn yeah. flakes as a kid. That... <laughs> <laughs> well, we can't have Mike masturbating in the house. Well, it's because we didn't have any doors on my bedroom. You're make an awful so. mess. Remind you, kids, eat your corn flakes, or you'll make the saints cry. <laughs> Oh, man, you didn't have any doors on your bedroom? No, I didn't have any doors on my Where bedroom. Where did you pump off at? I mean, ah, my bedroom, but... Uh, I think oh. this is the perfect time for Mike. Is this, is this the transition into the story? <laughs> yes, this is the mm. transition oh, God. into the story, so I will lead you in. <laughs> it's time for Mike. It's time for this it's time story. time for Mike. All right. I think Here I, we go. I think I heard this story about... Ten years ago. About ten years ago. Yeah. <laughs> well, you can use an update then. This is uh yeah yeah this is the story that my wife likes to introduce people with. Uh, so oh, this, just, to give you, just to give it just to give it because I mean you've met my wife and she yeah. doesn't have the greatest sense of uh, sh- social graces, which is one of the reasons I fell in love with her. But uh, let's go let's go back to the year two thousand three. All right, it's going I was, back. I was sixteen years Ooh. old. Uh, we don't have any heart music on here. <laughs> uh, uh, <laughs> We're going to have to remedy that. <laughs> no, we'll do the, uh, the Wayne's one. That's okay. actually perfect. Yeah. A little bit of a flashback music. So 16 years old, and I, you know, growing up in bumfuck nowhere, uh, our high school had an exchange student. She was German. She was not, Deutsch. not particularly attractive, but she was German. So that was good enough for me. And she was, <laughs> she was a she. And she was a she, yes. Was she uh Sadie? We will go to the Sadie Hawkins dance. <laughs> das ist gut, ja. <laughs> yeah. Oh, hey, Ooh. better than the Anne Frank dance, am I right? Oh. <laughs> hey, Anne. Anne Frank. Nah, that ain't kosher. She was Dutch. <laughs> Anne Frank was a fine piece of ass. What are you talking about? She uh, was 12 <laughs> and then later dead. <laughs> dead. She she was she was well on her way. Put it that way. <laughs> <laughs> uh, is that beautiful? That really is beautiful. Holocaust isn't funny, kids. But uh, anyway, yeah, it no. is. <laughs> it's been fifty years yet. Yeah. yeah. But anyway, so too this, soon. Uh, too soon. <laughs> this this girl. I would. I mean, she actually was. She she you know she had a nice face. She had a nice upper body, but her her stature was. Did you say odd. she was buxom? Uh, yeah. A lovely Buxonic! Yeah, lovely Buxonic, uh, you know, bosom. Buxom. Pat um, Berenger! <laughs> but, you know, every every stereotype about European and particularly German chicks that you hear is absolutely true because they're so fucking hairy. Ooh. And Ugh. they're fucking terrifying. At least she wasn't Italian. Uh, no, but another <laughs> that story. Been, that would have been so way many. worse. It's another story about so my first a, love. So just a gorgeous blonde bush. No, uh, black. Black hair. Black. Oh. Uh, she was, uh, Eastern German. Oh, um, so, so and a mustache as well. A little bit. <laughs> Without a beat. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it oh, wasn't that bad. She kind of looked like Lawrence, but, you know. Uh, Lawrence, had, Lawrence had bigger tits than she did, but uh, I'm sorry. <laughs> I couldn't. 
Should I therefore be made the subject of fun? I couldn't get that one out with it. That's not even so much a knock on Loris as it was on her, you know. No, nah, she she was well endowed. What but she, knockers? You had to go down because the top half was good. But oh, then, thank you, Doctor. <laughs> you know, when they talk about childbearing hips, I mean, she had like. I mean, it was. I couldn't even describe the kind of bulbousness. Mike, that Mike I want to point out that Mike is is making his hands very wide. Yes, yes. yes. And, and I have a very strips. long, very wide wingspan. Right. So I'm, yeah. uh, I'm really emphasizing the so fact that she like had a her, big her, ass. Her hips were at least five her and a half. Would you feet say wide. her hips didn't lie? Oh no, they were. They were. They were brutally honest. In fact, <laughs> <laughs> I wish they'd be a little more subtle. Uh, anyway, so long story short is at one point in time she she asked me on a date. We go out, you know, first kiss kind of she thing. She shaved her mustache. Years later. Yeah, I mean it was actually quite nice. She was she was a lovely lovely mm. girl, very friendly. Actually, still mm. occasionally keep touch with. Mm, got a little, oh, little, not little, after uh, she hears this. No, not after she hears this one. But uh, oh, she ain't hearing this. So anyway, we uh, yeah, they are yeah, talking not, about me. That's is good. They, they are making fun of me. They're schmetterling. Fuzzy comedy. Yeah. yeah. My hips are not that wide. <laughs> <laughs> like fine Ries- German Riesling. I can fit into most bus and airplane chairs. <laughs> <laughs> okay, but anyway. So, long story short with her is, and now that you know the background story, that there are no doors on the bedroom at my house. Mm-hmm. And we, we kind of covered my dad and his persona on Thursday at the bar when we met. Or we, uh, we Basically, we had the show Mike, meeting. Mike's yeah. dad. God damn it, boy. That's... God damn it, boy. Uh, yeah. he's, he's four foot ten. He's got a crossed eye. You know, he's still got shrapnel <laughs> from Vietnam. He's just... He's just a good dude, though. But he, uh, damn it, boy! Damn it, boy! No, he, I don't know something. Get though. your ass in here, boy! <laughs> what, was there a specific purpose? Like, was, was there no door on your bedroom, like on purpose? They were poor; they couldn't afford doors. Yeah, that's actually <laughs> true. Were you, were you just that broke? Now we we grew up in a mobile home that I, my, I knew my that. dad. Uh, yeah, we we built rooms onto the mobile home, and they were all. <laughs> oh, so, we do a family like that. Yeah, they were all so fucking crooked that we. No, this that's not that's not a lie. We could crooked eye. Crooked rooms. Crooked room, right. we, <laughs> I never took a measurement, boy. <laughs> I, I eyeballed this with my good eye. That's, that's about 16 feet and nine centimeters. <laughs> uh, I'm sorry. My dad would use the metric system. I'm sorry. He, he was convinced until I was about 23 that uh, it wasn't millimeters, it was million eaters. No, million eaters. Million eaters, yeah. But, uh, <laughs> million eaters. Million, million eaters. <laughs> I'm a millionaire. God damn it, boy. But he, uh, he's a lovely guy. My dad's a high school dropout, but uh, he's a good guy. But anyway, so he, uh, you know, no doors on our bedroom. And uh, my girlfriend at the time, she, uh, we'll call her Julie because that's close to her name, but not exactly. She, yeah. uh, She's with me. And uh, she decides that it, me as a tender young 15 and a half, 16 year old, she says, this is the time. <laughs> this is this is this where is the time. This, this is, is where. where for what exactly? Well, she really she really wanted the D, and Ooh, uh, nice. I was sixteen and I was fucking terrified. I was like, wait, are you like I don't know how this works? Are you on birth control? <laughs> Do we need like protection? She's like, no, I'll just you know I'll give you. I'll pee Felicio. afterwards. It'll be okay. Yeah, it'll be okay. <laughs> <laughs> we don't have we don't have diet in Germany to allow for pregnancy. Uh, uh, Darn tootin. <laughs> so she's gonna suck the cock. Yes, that's that's precisely what she uh, wanted nice. to do. Nice. Here and we so, go. I'm yeah. Like, okay. So Mike whips out his big, juicy, beautiful hog. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Hung like a hamster. I'm getting know. hard. <laughs> 
So, anyway. Oh, shit, he is. Jesus, Jeff, oh, put Jesus, the thing away. <laughs> I mean, it's a good story. It's, she was reasonably... Tra- I mean, it's exotic. Have you right? considered audiobooks, Mike? <laughs> <It's> audiobooks. <laughs> keep going, keep going. Guys, shut up. <laughs> Let, him... <laughs> Let him tell the story. Oh, Eastern European erotica. Yeah, so she, <laughs> so she put that pretty little mouth of hers. <laughs> On that beautiful hard cock of yours. <laughs> yeah, I mean more or less. Ooh. And so, but you gotta understand. I have no idea what's yeah. going on here because she, you know, the Europeans tend to be more experienced. Yeah. And I grew up on a pretty conservative, it's pretty conservative type. And then of she got that. it nice and wet. Yeah. <laughs> Gosh. <laughs> Enjoying just Jeff leading him in. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Let me ask you this. <laughs> I'm not hey, fun hey, 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 wait a minute. You're not? <laughs> I'm having a good fucking time. So, uh, did Will you we s- make fun of Mike getting his first bit? <laughs> I'm not making fun. I'm into this. Not a- <laughs> He's into this. But it- <laughs> did she spit on it? Yes. Nice. <laughs> See? And that was the point where I started to get scared. So these are the kind of details that I need to hear. So- so did what? she just go, you know, a gentle one, or did she bring up her lung cookies on it? No. <laughs> well, Call back. He, what? Jesus. way back. He wasn't even here for oh, that. I know. Man. I mean, you got, well, you, this, this, Jeff may appreciate this element of the story. There was a point in time slowly, where, uh, Slowly, slowly. So I, uh, and she, she, she is trying to make sure that I'm enjoying this as much as possible, so she asks for input. And I'm like, I don't fucking know. I'm like, maybe, maybe say something in German. <laughs> say what? something in German. Input. <laughs> say something in German. Hey, I already input my and dick say... into your mouth. Oh, yeah. That ain't. <laughs> and so. It's only stinger we have. It's your stinger. So that's her. Her response though is. Das ist gut, ja. <laughs> and I was like, ja. Ja. Anyway, so we're going through our motions This is working uh, for you. Yeah. And I'm, I'm horrified and excited and happy and terrified at the same time. I mean, I'm Me too. Emotions, right? Let's remind our listeners, Mikey doesn't have a door. I, I there is no door on my bedroom. He doesn't even have a shower curtain. <laughs> wait, wait a minute. Now, that's the excitement of getting caught. You know, let's see if the, it is. Well, when you're 16 for, or for 15 her, or whatever it is. For her. Yeah, for her, it was excitement. For me, I was like, I, this Terror. is not fun. Exactly, because she, if you get caught, she gets to leave. <laughs> you have to live there. And, I guess, and there's some damn. Damn it, boy. Yeah. So anyway, my and uh, we're, we're sitting here, we're doing our thing. This ain't my, in my, the Bible. My, my mom's out of town. Ta- is, is is it works? So she's not. You're there, safe so there. I'm safe with my mom. Yeah. People and, from Somerset uh, don't go out of town. No, they don't go out of town. Well, they went to the next town. They weren't confluence. So yeah, really that's count. out of town. That's if you're out in of Somerset. town. For us, yeah. And so my, I'm, I'm doing my, my thing. My dad's outside, but I hear my dad come back inside. I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> but I hear him sit down on the couch. And my dad's the kind of guy that zonked, right? I'm like, oh, it's okay. He's asleep, and, you know, he's still long enough ways away. <laughs> and so I'm even telling her, I'm like, Dude, we should be careful. And she's like, mm-mm. And I'm like, mm-mm. <laughs> no, no way. <laughs> I'm like, all right, well, you know, let's, I guess we won't be careful. And so getting like, pretty far <laughs> along, and the phone rings. Oh, God. So this... That's where the story gets in- interesting. The rest of you that mean it hasn't been so far? Yeah. And so I'm like, oh, fuck. My dad gets up. He answers the phone. <laughs> and I can hear my dad because, again, no doors on my bedroom. And I hear him. Yeah? Yeah, hang on a sec. I'll go get him. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the only oh, other person who lives in, the, in this house that's a key. So my dad goes, hey, boy, you're cutting Steve's on the phone. And I was like, I'll be, I'll be right out, dad. And so I'm like, hey, 
we need to stop. And she's like, mm-mm. And I was like, and I was like, I was like seriously, like, no, 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 stop, stop. Schnell, oh nine, nine. I don't fucking know what the German word is for stop. Just stop. And so up there, just up there. And your dad hears this. Oh, no, my dad's deaf. Oh. So this part's all over Oh, you deep or something? He doesn't, he doesn't have any idea. You deep. But I hear the steps back the hallway, and at this point, I know I'm fucked, right? And so my dad walks in. She still does not stop. My dad is standing there. I'm over the edge of my bed. She's kind of like half squatting because it's like and an awkward height difference. Go into fucking town. Go into fucking just uh, slobbing away, right? You should have. You, you should have just. Well, your dad appeared at the doorway. You should have just like held your like thumb out and like sup up. Hey, hey, hey. I mean, I, dad. But, you know, it's one of those moments where I describe Daddy. it as <laughs> you Daddy. describe it as. Uh, you see something that's so traumatic and it doesn't process in your brain because my dad <laughs> doesn't acknowledge it. Like, walks in, hands me the phone, and he's like, hey, gun stays on the phone. And starts <laughs> hey, to Steve. walk away. <laughs> and so I'm, I'm seriously, at this point, I'm like, I'm totally flaccid, first of all, obviously. Well, <laughs> but now. And she's wondering what's going on. And so I just, like, beat red, and my dad starts walking out, and he stops. And he's like... <laughs> And he just looks over his shoulder, and honestly, and this is where John John has this running gag where he looks at me. He's like, "Boy, this shit's gotta stop." And he just, he just walks out. He's gonna stop. And she's still doing her thing, and I'm like, "Okay, can we take you home now? Like, this is not a joke." And so, for the rest, I mean, eight years. Any argument, any discussion, any debate my dad and I would have, I would lose because I could seriously be like, Dad, the sky's not green, the sky's blue. And he'd be like, No, walk in on you getting hit that one time. <laughs> like, yeah, you did. I can see. Well, you know what? You could have countered back with, Well, you, you were too goddamn broke to afford a door. Yeah. <laughs> I would have put a sock doors. or something on the doorknob to let you That's know why you had to see that. He, and he just, it, it was it generally just didn't come up in conversation unless he wanted to throw it in my face. He just kind of didn't acknowledge it. Except throw it in my face. I'm proud. Except for <laughs> except for one time where he was like, you know, boss, you might just be trying to get a green card off. You gotta be careful. <laughs> <sighs> so yeah, is that beautiful? That really is beautiful. <laughs> Hey, I'm I'm done for the rest of the show. You guys, are <laughs> I, I think we're all done after that. I don't think we can top that shit. <laughs> so yeah, yeah. Okay, so for Mike, for Jeff, for Lawrence, I'm John, and here's Lawrence saying so long, everyone. Bye bye. Bye.